Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. I love his presence. I love his presence. I'd like to direct your attention to the book of Mark. I'm going to a familiar passive scripture tonight, but I just want to talk to you for a few minutes. I don't know that I'll linger long in this message tonight. But I, I want to talk to you from Mark chapter 14, verse number 1. Mark 14 and 1. And after two days was the feast of Passover and of unleavened bread. And chief priests and the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might take him by craft and put him to death. But they said not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar of the people. And being in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at meat, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious. And he, she broke the box and poured it on his head. And there were some that had indignation within themselves and say, Why was the waste of the ointment made? For it might have been sold for more than 300 pence and it given to the poor. And they murmured against her. And Jesus said, Let her alone. Why trouble ye her? She hath wrought a good work on me. For you have the poor with you always. And whensoever ye will, ye may do them good. But me ye have not always. And she hath done what she could. She come aforehand to anoint my body to the bearing. It's an interesting statement. That's, but, but, but Jesus said, She come to anoint my body to the bearing. Verily I say unto you, Whosoever this gospel, or wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she hath done shall be spoken for a memorial of her. And Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priests and betrayed him unto them. And when they heard it, they were glad and promised to give him money. And he sought how he might conveniently betray him. I want to talk to you tonight about simply change the atmosphere. Change the atmosphere. Heavenly Father, we come to you today. I'm asking, Lord, for your help. I'm asking for your anointing upon your anointed word. Let your word be anointed in my heart. And I, I am so thankful and honored for this opportunity. Lord, to serve, Lord, this gift, God, I pray that it gives you glory. Lord, that it helps your people. In Jesus' awesome name, let everybody say amen. Praise God. The Lord bless you. You can be seated. For the most of my life, I want to tell you that, that there was something inside of me that, that I love to worship the Lord. When I received the Holy Ghost, 
my parents, I, 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 don't, I don't remember all the particulars, but my parents said that I, I danced for an hour and a half when I received the Holy Ghost as a, as a boy. Uh, I, I, I love worship. And uh, I, I want to tell you how, how refreshing it is to have a little bit more mobility after my back issue to be able to praise the Lord and give God praise and worship. Amen. I believe there's something powerful to our praise that we need to tap into tonight. I believe what went on tonight in this service and what God was doing in this service is something that he wants to work in our life in this hour. Amen. I believe that, that, that our world is, is in a chaotic state. I believe that when you walk into a place, you can feel the, the, the atmosphere that is oppressive. You can feel an atmosphere that is strained. Amen. You, you walk into Walmart and you can feel that people are antsy and, 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 and worried and, and upset. And you, you go to the doctor's office and they're, 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 they're even more so concerned. And, 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 and there's just such a hesitancy and an and, and, and atmosphere that is of chaos and, and fear and doubt. Amen. I want to tell you tonight, we can change that. You can change that. You can change the atmosphere on your job. You can change the atmosphere in your home. It just takes intentional effort to, to praise and worship God with all of your heart. When it comes to worship, God is looking for those that are wanting to give their all. Amen. For there is nothing like worshipers. Amen. There's nothing like worshipers praising God and, and being radical and lifting up their voice and, and extreme with their praise. This is not new. We've shouted and run the aisles for years. We've lifted up our voice for 107 years right here in Medora Pentecostal church and it's still the same kind of impact when you praise the Lord something happens there is something that happens when you begin to praise the Lord Amen. But I watch as the world has moved into a, a, a popular understanding of worship. A lot of attention today is given to worship. You will find that worship is now a genre. Worship music is a genre all of itself. There are people that are popular stars that are now cutting worship albums. Secular stars that are cutting worship albums. Praise and worship has moved into the mainstream of denominations. People want to have an upbeat kind of service. They want to have something that models what you and I have had for years. What you and I have experienced for years. But let me just tell you, there is no worship that Hollywood could choreograph. There is no worship that, that a, a, a team could praise and, and, and just move from the secular into the sacred and see that God move. But God is looking for somebody that will bring their best, that will bring their all and praise Him. The Bible tells us that God is looking for genuine worshipers that will worship Him. And Jesus said, in spirit and in truth. Amen. The Word of God calls us to worship. It's a command. I was created to praise Him. You were created to praise Him. So much to the point that the psalmist wrote, let everything that hath breath Praise the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. If you've got breath in your body right now, why don't you give God a shout 
of praise and thanksgiving. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Worship is not something that you opt out of after you have seniority in Pentecostal ranks. It doesn't matter if you are a new convert or you've been around for a long time. You've got breath in your body. You ought to be a praiser. You ought to be a worshiper. That the writer of Hebrews says that we ought to bring to him the sacrifice of praise. Stand to your feet right now and give God a few moments of sacrifice of praise. Hallelujah. Does it cost you anything? Hallelujah. Does it cost you anything? Praise God. Hallelujah. The psalmist says, thank you, you can be seated. The psalmist said that the saints of God would have the high praises of God in their mouths. Hallelujah. I believe that the Lord is looking for worshipers that will not only just worship Him with a little Pentecostal patty cake and a half baked uh, hands raised but we ought to be as my dad used to say get your lightning rods up get your lightning rods up become uh, demonstrative about this because if we're going to change the atmosphere in our home it's going to cost us something if we're going to change the atmosphere in our job it's going to cost us something if we want to change the atmosphere in our head and in our thinking it's going to cost us something it must be that we become praised from everything that we have within us to understand the impact of this story you have to know the setting and the scene around it Jesus was a marked man they hated him the chief priests and scribes were committed to bringing him down to destroy him to kill him and they looked for opportunity amen we find that as he is in the house of Simon, a woman comes in, breaks protocol. She's not going to be there. Uh, she's not supposed to be there, but she comes in uh, between the slyness of deception in the first part of our text and, 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 and Judas uh, betraying the Lord in the last part. Uh, the first, the chief priests and the scribes, speaks of false religion. Desiring to take Jesus. Amen. They wanted to, to betray Jesus. It speaks of false religion. Secondly, Judas in the end speaks of false worship. He negotiated with the false religion to have false worship. I believe that Judas never thought that Jesus would die. I believe that Judas thought that he would get through it and old Jude would get some money in his pocket and, and, and be better for it. But what he didn't realize is that he was going to go to a Calvary because of his false worship. The atmosphere is strained. You find that the atmosphere is tight. It is in this atmosphere of assassination that a woman comes and brings her sacrifice of praise. This anointing, the Bible said, happens two days before the Passover. Jewish historian Josephus states that during the time of Christ, 
Jerusalem, or during rather this time here that Christ we're talking about, Jerusalem would swell to two to three million people for the feast. That means that between the hours of three and five on that Wednesday, 250,000 lambs would have been slaughtered in the temple, Josephus says, in preparation for the Passover with the blood flowing out of the temple and down into the valley of Kidron. While the blood was flowing and the lambs were slaughtered in the temple, an unnamed woman in this story, an unnamed woman. In another anointing, it names a Mary, but this is a different anointing. An unnamed woman makes her way through the mass of people and the slaughter slaughtering of Passover lambs and out of two to three million worshipers that had come to the temple to worship this unnamed woman makes her way to Jesus she finds the way to Jesus in seemingly an inappropriate time amen I want to tell you that somebody needs to hear me that in an inappropriate time it's the best time sometimes to just simply lift your hands and say hallelujah Hallelujah! Hallelujah! She comes and she begins to worship him. The Bible says, And being in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, he sat at meat, and there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious. What I learned today is the alabaster box was made out of material from India. And it was designed to contain the fragrance. It was designed to keep the fragrance so the smell would not get out of the container. But when she came to Jesus, she didn't just simply open the box. The Bible said she broke the box. Amen. She broke the box and she poured it on him. All of it. Not a little bit of dab, amen. Not a little dab will do you. Not a little bit of touch and I'm going home. But she came and she gave of everything that she had, all that she'd been saving for years. It was probably for her burying or it may have been for her marriage dower. I don't know, but it was very expensive. Some equated to a year's salary that she came and she broke it and she offered all that she had on the Lord and anointed him I want to say this is the alabaster speaks of our flesh. Our flesh contains the praise. And you can think praise all you want. And you can meditate all praise you you want. But we're designed to be broken so that that praise can begin to come out. Amen. With force. With lifting our voice. With getting ourselves involved. And say, God... Here's the best I have. Here's the best I have. Let me change the atmosphere. Let me change. Hallelujah. Are you tired of the stink in your world? Why don't you offer up some praise in the very middle of it? Are you tired of the trickery and the conniving? Why don't you offer some praise right in the middle of it and give God glory? Hallelujah. It matters what we bring to Jesus and what we pour on Jesus, what we lavish upon him. Far too many are trying to worship the Lord without breaking their flesh. Don't want to break the flesh. Don't want to upset, you know. 
I'm a little tired tonight. But are you tired of the atmosphere? Because when you get more tired of the atmosphere that's in your mind, that's in your world, that jumps in your car with you, that goes to your house with you, when you get tired of that, all of a sudden it doesn't matter how tired you are physically. It's that I'm walking in and taking authority with my worship and praise. I don't care what anybody else says. I don't care what anybody else thinks. Amen. They were upset about the poor. It it doesn't matter when people say that's a waste of what you're doing. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your talent. Listen, bub, it had nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the one that I adore. It has everything to do with the fact that he's the one that saved me. He's the one that filled me. He's the one that has healed me. He's the one that touches my mind and get out of my way because I'm going to do whatever I can to change the atmosphere with my praise. With my praise. She came with what the Bible calls an ointment of spikener. Spike. Nard comes from a root. And a word that means pure root. That's what it means. Pure root. It came from the Himalayans. A hundred percent pure. It wasn't watered down. It wasn't a cheap imitation. It was 100% pure. The making of spikenard added to the expense. Perfume specialists took great care and fidelity and pride in creating this wonderful fragrance that was so popular they didn't just whip it up in a moment. They didn't just say, well, y'all, we'll just throw this together. They didn't cook like Pastor Gill cooks. You, you, you want to know how I cook? I cook with leftovers like this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, and I put it all together, put it on a plate, stick it in the microwave. Mm, do I hear anybody that says, <laughs> my family don't like it, but I sure do. But there are some that want to come to the Lord and say, I'm just going to whip up a little praise and I'll, I'll just throw a little hallelujah in there and a little thank you, Jesus. But when the Lord has done what the Lord did for this woman, amen, her past somewhere in her past, uh, she had come in contact with Jesus. Somewhere he had changed her world and changed her life. And she said, I'm not just whipping together a fragrance of a little patty cake, but I'm coming with what I've been through. My worship is because of what I've been through, what I've suffered. Hallelujah. And I come to pour it on Jesus. I didn't come to impress you. I didn't come to please you. I didn't come to see if you like how I move or don't move. I've come to lavish on him because I'm tired of the atmosphere around me. I want to change it. come across a quote by Watchman Nee who said this one will treasure his cleverness thinking he's quite important another will treasure his emotions esteeming himself as an important person others highly regard themselves feeling they are better than others their eloquence surpasses that of others their quickness of action their exactness of judgment are superior and so forth however We are not antique collectors. We are not vase admirers. We are those who desire to smell only the fragrance 
of the ointment. Without the breaking of the outward, the inward will not come forth. Why then should we hold ourselves as so precious if our outward contains instead of releasing the fragrance, the fragrance, if our outward contains it rather than release it? Amen. I want to tell you, I put you to a challenge. I put you to a challenge. As Pastor Wilkes has preached here, remember his, his hallelujah that releases the, the miraculous? I challenge us that when we walk down the road, we walk into a store, we, we're walking around or we're on our job, amen, you, 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 know, you know, you can be as crazy as you want. You might, it might be a very strong sacrifice to do hallelujah. That might be a very, and I understand that. But why don't you just decide in your mind right now, I'm not putting up with that, if, that fear in my mind. If it changes nobody else, I'm going to shout and praise God in spite of what I'm going through, in spite of what I'm dealing with. Hallelujah, praise the Lord and change the atmosphere. My dad often told the story about a man who had a problem with his temper. Not going to take a poll. Andy got a problem with my temper. I'm just, just going to tell you that. Praise God. Good to have the law in town tonight. Man was having a problem with his temper. And, 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 and his pastor, he went to his pastor. And his pastor said, well, the next time it happens, lift your hands and begin to praise the Lord. And so he's going down the road and his car overheated it. Steam boiling out from under the car everywhere. He's in the interstate and he pulls off the side of the road. Cars are zipping by him and he lifts that hood and lifts his hands and begins to say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And a man pulls up and asks him, said, are you all right? You need some help? And the man said, this doesn't have anything to do with that. This doesn't have anything to do with that. Somebody needs to realize right now that whatever that is that's bugging you, this takes precedent. My praise takes precedent. My lifting up my voice, it's not just for church. It's not just for when we are here, but it's when you're out in the world. Change your atmosphere. Change the smell. Change the environment. Hallelujah. God is calling his people to go beyond imitation worship to real heartfelt sacrifice worship. Not just get through the service worship or get through my day worship, but worship that's 24-7. This woman brought... Three elements that changed the atmosphere. Number one, it was a sacrifice that she freely gave. The psalmist said, I'll freely sacrifice unto thee. I'll praise thy name, O Lord. I'm not holding anything back. I'm not. Dear Lord, if the ball team can go and play ball all up and down that floor and say, I left it all on the court. Would that somebody in Medora Pentecostal Church somewhere would say, I left it all on the floor tonight. I, didn't, I, I left tired 
and I left spent, but I sure left with a different atmosphere. I left with a different attitude. I left with a different outlook. Hallelujah, I was... Your world may not change in that moment, but you could change the smell. There was still people seeking to kill Jesus, but it changed the smell. There was people that were still looking to betray him, but it changed the smell. Hallelujah! If I'm going to change the atmosphere, it's going to take a sacrifice. Something that costs me. That's the first thing. It was freely given. The second thing, it was completely given. Praise God. I, I don't know, maybe we ought to have this attitude, you know, here when we, back, when we anoint somebody, a little dab will do you. But there's still some left. She didn't just come to the Lord, and, but she poured it all out on him until there was nothing left. You want to change the atmosphere of your world? You make sure that you give freely and you give completely. Here it is, all of it. All of it. Hallelujah, all of it. I'm going to give him my all. I'm going to shout. I'm going to live. If I, if I have a hoarse voice tomorrow and they say, what's wrong with you? Well, I just left it all on the floor. What, were you at a ball game? No, I was just simply in the house of God praising the Lord with all of my heart. Hallelujah. It was freely given. It was completely given. And it was given at a high cost. David said, I will not, I will not take this property or not unless it costs me something. If I'm going to build God a place of worship, it's going to cost me something. It's going to cost me something. Let me just show you the power of what this woman did. They tell us that Spikner has a powerful fragrance that the aroma would last longer than 48 hours. I'm just telling you, my Halston 14 does not last that long. But the fragrance of Spikner lasted 48 hours. If this is the case... All of Simon's house smelled it. When Jesus left Simon's house, he carried the fragrance with him. Think about that. At the Last Supper, when he's sitting with the disciples and Judas is getting the sop, he gets a whiff of an atmosphere change. He smells the ointment that's still on him. When he goes to the Garden of Gethsemane and begins to pray and his sweat becomes his great drops of blood, could it be? In the time frame, it was still going, but could it have been that that ignited the aroma to be fresh again as it poured out his pores, as it come out his pores, and he began to smell? Because listen to what he said. He said, she has done this to the anointing of my burial. What happened when Mary showed up to, to anoint him? He was gone. 
Here's what you got to understand, that there are times when Jesus shows up, we better anoint him. We better worship him. He may not be there the next day for that particular moment. So when we have a service like tonight, we ought to take advantage of it. We ought to take advantage of it. We ought to shout with all of our heart. We ought to worship with all of our strength. Hallelujah! When Jesus walked into the high priest Caiaphas' house and before the Jewish council, they could still smell the aroma on him. When he stood before Pilate and they stood before Herod, they could smell the aroma. When they took the, the whip and they began to beat him, I wonder if the Roman soldier could smell it. When they smote his face, I wonder if they could smell it. When they put the crown of thorns upon his head, I wonder if just for Jesus, amen, he could smell, I'm doing this for this woman. I'm doing it for one that nobody wanted. I'm doing it because she needs this. And I'm reminded that she did it for my burying. Very well. Simon, when he helped Jesus carry the cross, got a whiff of it. Very possibly he took it to Calvary's hill with him as he was hanging there. What did that woman do? She changed the atmosphere of Jesus' experience. What are you doing when you worship the Lord? Now, get this. She took it home with her. <laughs> She anointed him, and that fragrance went with Jesus, but it was on her hands. It was in her hair. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We had a guest that was here last Sunday night that they said when he left, he said these words, I am on cloud nine. Oh, let me just tell you this. We should never take for granted the worship that is in this house. We should never take for granted the praise that is coming out of our mouths. Oh yes, it's going to anoint Jesus, but we're going to take it home with us. We're going to take it to the house with us. We're going to take it tomorrow on the job. Oh, we're going to take it when we're dealing with issues. I ask you tonight, do you have an atmosphere that needs changing? You know what? I started to say, forgive me if I tell stories about my dad, but nah. My dad told a story one time about a woman whose husband was a sot drunk, mean and abusive. And she loved the Lord and she served the Lord. and She was asleep and he was out in the bar with his buddies. and They got to arguing over who had the best wife. I got the best wife. No, I got the best wife. Finally, this guy says, I'll prove it to you. They went home and he made her get up. And he said, honey, fix us all some eggs. She began to cook these eggs. And she brought it. He took the bowl and poured it on her head and said, that's not the way I wanted it. She went back, started cooking again. The second time, she came, 
And he took the eggs and poured it on her head again. Said, that's not how I like it. But the third time she went back to that stove, she began to sing, must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? No, there's a cross for me to bear and there's a cross for you. I butchered those lyrics, but it was something like that. She's singing this song. And when she went back with the third batch of eggs, she walked into a room where those drunks had all of a sudden become sober and were on their face crying out to God. What happened? She changed the atmosphere. She didn't fight back. She didn't holler. She didn't scream and tell him beat it. I'm not saying that's the way it works for you. I'm just simply saying there is a way to change the atmosphere and to fight a battle and to go through things that looks different than the world's way. When you can't argue your way out, change the atmosphere. When you can't flush your way out, change the atmosphere. Amen. How do I do that? By bringing to him my praise every day and worshiping him and giving him praise. Would you stand to your feet right now and with the sweet smelling Savior of incense, let your smoke of worship begin to rise before him. Let the smell of your best praise come to him right now. Hallelujah. I refuse to let bitterness get a hold of me. I'm going to change the atmosphere. I refuse to allow doubt and fear to get a hold of me. I'm going to change the atmosphere. Oh, glory be to God. Glory. Glory. God is looking for worship that changes the atmosphere. God is looking for worship that will change the atmosphere. Hallelujah. I wonder, just for the next few moments, on your own, without music, without any singing, I wonder if for the next few minutes you would find a way to worship God. Just praise Him with all your heart and love Him. You might want to come to the front. You might want to walk the aisle. You might need to go to the back, get you some elbow room, but find a way just for the next few. You, you, need to, you need an atmosphere change in your mind. Just begin to praise him. Begin to lift up your voice. Hallelujah. There's a sweet-smelling savor in this place. There is worship that has been opened in this house. I'm going to give God my praise. I'm going to give him my best because I'm going to change the atmosphere. Hallelujah. I'm going to follow the example of this unknown lady and I'm going to come bringing my best. I'm going to follow the example of somebody that, 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 that was out of order. Amen. But I'm going to bring my best. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Right now there are those, God, that are suffering in their mind. Lord, let their praise, God, be an agent to release, Lord, a fresh fragrance upon you. Lord, so that the atmosphere, so that the smell, so that the aroma, God, can be changed in just a moment. Hallelujah. Lord, there are those that are having issues at home. God, and where there should be peace. Lord, there is such chaos. Lord, 
Lord, let our worship and our praise change the atmosphere. Let us change the atmosphere, oh God. Let us have a shift, Lord, in this world. God, in, in a community where there is such hopelessness, oh God, we change the atmosphere with our worship, oh, and our praise, oh, hallelujah, I'll give you all, I will praise you all, I will praise you with all that I have, all that is within me, every bit of ounce of strength, God, I praise you. I magnify you. Lord, I leave nothing. God, I throw it all before you tonight. I give you my best, Lord, praise. I give you my best praise. I give you my voice. I give you my talent, Lord. Holy, holy, holy are you tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. To God be the glory, to God be the glory, to God be the glory, to God be the glory. Oh, we praise you, Lord Jesus. Change the atmosphere, change the element before us, oh God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. If you're in a situation where you can't lift your voice and sing, speak to the top, I want to give you a little trick. Okay? I, I just want to give you this, just this thought. Get your Holy Ghost glade out. And if all you can do is spray a little bit of Holy Ghost faith and praise Lord here's my I can't really I can't really scream out Lord they gonna put me in the loony bin but I can do this praise God come on turn to your neighbors yeah I'm just gonna spread I'm a, I'm I'm gonna make sure it's better than glade Hallelujah. It's better than a stick up. It's better than a plug in. It's better than anything that I could do. Oh, let's love him one more time in this house. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorachurch.com to learn more about our ministry.